This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network, presented by Prize Picks. Use code MMN at Prize Picks to get a $100 deposit match on your first deposit. Link is in the description if you want the easy route of going to do it. Today's slate, we have the Prize Picks for week two on the weekend and maybe Monday night because I have a few in there as well. Plus, the full injury report going into Sunday and the updated rankings. Use the time codes down in the description to jump to the point that you want to get to. Additionally, I will say that the rankings lists are all updated and they're down in the description right now. Use the hot links, follow along. If you don't really care what I have to say, you just want to see a list of start this guy, don't start this guy. The newsletter will be coming out later on Saturday with full updates on everything, so please go subscribe to that for free right now down in the description, and I'll be live at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time Sunday morning on Mayo Media Network, so if you have a start sick question, that is the time to come into the chat and answer it. I got through everyone's questions last week. It was like 1,500 questions. I'm going to try to do the same again on Sunday, heading into week two. Let's get to it. Prize picks for the week. Once again, code MMN at prizepicks.com to get yourself that deposit match of up to $100. We're going to go two routes here. We're going to go with the plays that I like. I got a three play for you on the week. Additionally, I'm going to go over to runthesims.com to see what their prize picks generator is telling us on all of this because last week I was wrong. Prize picks on Run the Sims, absolutely nailed it. Now, I bounce back Monday, the two-play, paid three to one. It hit Tambo for the Thursday night show. His two-play on prize picks, that hit as well. So let's see if we can amp it up. We got a bit of cash to play with here. So the first one I want to look at, I'm big on Antonio Gibson this week. I love Antonio Gibson over anything. I might make a same-game parlay that way. So I'm going in with Antonio Gibson over 0.5 pass, rush, or receiving touchdown. I think he gets into the end zone here. You can play the yardage if you want. The Lions run defense is god-awful, so let's go with Antonio Gibson as one of Pat's favorite plays. Then we're going to go to receiving yards. And I don't love going to the very top of the board, but Cooper Cup is at 93.5 receiving yards. I haven't projected at more than that. And when I start to think about how this is actually going to unfold this week of how Atlanta's defense is set up, they're going to get pressure on Matt Stafford because the Rams have zero offensive line to deal with. Then you have to think about what the corners are up to. A.J. Tyrell and Casey Hayward on the outside. Well, that's a pretty formidable duo. It's going to lock down Allen Robinson. That's going to lock down Barbara Stanwyck or whoever it might be. Cooper Cup is going to move around the formation very doubtful that anyone shadows him so the guy that's going to be the most open on the field weirdly is going to be Cooper Cup so he's getting to 100 yards let's throw him in there as well and then one big under that I really like it's going to be in the Dolphins game not Mike Evans Mike Gesicki uh he doesn't run routes or play snaps anymore he had one catch for one yard last week maybe he throws this in our face and Mike McDaniels is all of a sudden going to be using Mike Gesicki I don't see it guy can't block he's not on the field less than 17.5 receiving yards. We're going to go, let's go buck 25 on that. A buck 25 to win 625 on prize picks code MMN to get your match deposit of what up to $100. So we're going to go with that one. But I do want to go over to runthesims.com to take a look at what their tool is telling us right now. Now, it has the prize picks tool. It has a props tool, all your custom projections, DFS optimizer. It's just tools. No one's telling you what to play, but the site is built on 10,000 simulations. So you can put in any custom amounts that you want, what you think that the teams are going to do, the scores that you want to have, then simulate that slate 10,000 times. The best way to get the most accurate projection. So the two that they love, they love Big Albert O over 
three receptions. That's a win rate of 87.5%. And then Traylon Burks, under eight in the Monday night game. Fantasy score overall in full PPR scoring, 84.1% against the Bills. So let's see here. We click on one. We click on the other. You have other ones at the top here. Like, I don't know if I love this Cordero one. It seems really low and really trappy. And the projections love Cordero Patterson this week. But a lot of that is based on no Damian Williams. We'll get to that in a minute in the injury report. But I don't know how this offense is going to look in terms of the passing game and rushing attack with Cordero Patterson week two versus week one. Because Damian Williams was getting all the run in week one until he got hurt. Then it was all CPAT. Now Tyler Algier is likely going to be active for this game against the Rams. They're huge underdogs. So I guess that would make a lot of logical sense. If you had Patterson on the field, he's playing all these snaps. He's going to get over two receptions. I completely see that. There's something about it that worries me. But we're here to trust the system on the two-play for Run the Sims, and the two-play is Albert O. More than three receptions. Traylon Burke's under or less than eight fantasy points at a win rate of 87% and 84%. So on a $100 play, we got a 73% chance to sweep. That was around what we had last week. So let's punch that into the system and see what we can come up with here. So NFL fantasy score, we're going to go to Burks. We have to wait this one out to Monday night. I'll be back with the waiver wire Monday night video on Monday, so I'm guessing Burks is probably going to be in there as well if I continue to feel on these. There's so many prize picks that you can get into this week. It's kind of amazing, but they they took down like really the pass attempts, a uh, limited option. Rushing attempts, limited option because we absolutely beat the brains in on prize picks last week that I think they're going to limit those markets just a little bit. Uh, I can see why because projection systems have them absolutely dominated in that fashion. Even past completions uh, were there. Unfortunately, the Jacoby Brissett one for me did not to come through last week, but we'll get to Big Albert O. More than three receptions. We'll go 100 to pay 300, 125, 125 to pay 375, and see how that goes. You can see a few of the other ones that I have in play this week already that I had previously made. I played this one, Jeff Wilson, less than 51 and a half rushing yards. Gibson Moore, Cooper Cup Moore, Big Albert O. More than 30.5 receiving yards. Played this one earlier in the week before all of the prize picks actually got added. Uh, we had Traylon Burks, less than eight fantasy score. And then the next highest one was Tyler Lockett, less than 13 fantasy points against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, if you want to play like Jeff Wilson and Tyler Lockett unders, wouldn't hate that whatsoever. Let's jump over to the injury report starting at running back. I'm going to fly through these, then give the spin and the updated rankings. Once again, the rankings are all updated on DKNation.com. Find it all down in the description. Right now, they'll be updated again after 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday to make sure that everything jibes with the injury report that comes out for the actives and inactives. If you want the cheat sheet of the injuries, sub to the newsletter. Super easy. It's completely free. It's going to come out again on Saturday afternoon with all of the updates. I already have this one updated from the Tuesday evening newsletter. And here's what we got going on. Alvin Kamara uh, DMP on Thursday and Friday is a real chance that he doesn't play. They signed Latavius Murray. That should be an indication right away. Uh, he's probably like 50-50 to go. I had to bump him down the rankings. Uh, they will have Mark Ingram, obviously, as probably their lead if that happens. That awful Mark Ingram. And then have Tony Jones Jr., Dwayne Washington are all still kicking around. Ingram would become like a play, not a great play. It's still a good Bucks run defense, but uh, Kamara I had to bump down anyway, even if he plays. J.K. Dobbins is likely going to play, but still be limited for the Ravens against the Dolphins this week. Leonard Fournette 
just resting up a, a wonky hamstring. He's likely in. DeAndre Swift hurt his ankle, didn't practice until Friday. That's good news. He's likely to play. If not, uh, you can play Jamal Williams, but don't fall into the trap like he's going to be some sort of bell cow. He won't be. Damian Williams for the Falcons, out. Brandon Bolden for the Raiders, out. Ken Walker, likely in for the Seattle Seahawks against the Niners. Najee Harris, thought he was going to be out a month. Turns out, I guess he's fine. He's playing in week two against the Patriots. And you have Elijah Mitchell and Ty Montgomery both placed on injured reserve. So let's get into the minutia of this. Here are the rankings. Uh, they're updated to this moment. Obviously, things can change. If injury news changes or something we have out, Harris I have down at number 15, Kamara at 14, and I talked about Cordero Patterson a little bit during the prop section for prize picks, but I don't love him this week. It's sort of like Daryl Henderson. If all of a sudden someone else got a bunch of carries and not Patterson, and Cam Akers was all of a sudden playing like 40% of the snaps instead of 0% of the snaps, I'm not going to be super stunned by a lot of those outcomes. It's just like Jeff Wilson. Like, if it doesn't turn out to be Jeff Wilson, I am at 21. I don't think he's a safe play by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that he is the more likely one in the Niners' backfield to get the job done. But you have Terry and David Price. You have Mason back there. They're going to ride the hot hand. If Wilson comes out hot, he's going to be fine. If not, he might be seen in the bench. So, like, under on his rushing props, I don't, I wouldn't play the over, put it that way. If you don't want to play it, I feel like there's only one way to play his props, and that's under. I wouldn't want to go over on that. Maybe he scores a touchdown. That's completely fine, because he's probably still likely to be the goal line back as long as Trey Lance or Debo don't get the ball around the goal line. But in terms of, like, between the 20s, if he's not running well, probably not going to see him. Back up my Antonio Gibson love. Not worried about the Leonard Fournette stuff. So that's where we're at. I bumped down DeAndre Swift a little bit to number 11. He was previously at number 7. The injury worries me just a little bit, and enough that I think that there could be better options. Look, he's ranked number 11. You're probably still playing him anyway. You have to go with that upside, but it doesn't seem like he's going to end up being 100% move to the wide receiving core this week bunch of guys have already been ruled out so that's fantastic news when we're trying to set lineups chris godwin out wendale robinson out uh ronald moore rondale moore is actually out for the week for the cardinals alec pierce is out with a concussion for the colts van jefferson out michael gallup still hasn't returned kj hamler is out that's one of the reasons that the projection system loves albert O this week there's no real threat at, i mean they'll have a wide receiver three it's not going to be anyone good. So you might see Albert O. I mean, he ran 77% of the snaps last week anyway. Uh, he might actually see an uptick in that if he's playing out of the slot a ton or even gets bumped to the outside. They're not asking him to block whatsoever. Andy Isabella is out. So you have both Rondale Moore and Andy Isabella out for the Cardinals. Dorch, fire up some Dorch this week if you're in a pitch. Or he's $3,500 on DraftKings. That's probably the move to use him. Alan Lazald? He was a limited participant all week in practice. It's not till the Sunday night game, so you need to have outs and options, but I do think that he ends up going. I would play him if that was the case. You can see I have Alan Lazard at number 24 in the running back rankings right now. If you missed the breakdown on like CeeDee Lamb and Michael Thomas and all of those players, that's on the week two ranking show I did with Jake Seeley on the Pat Mayo experience. So you can go check that out, no problem. More injuries. Veluz Jones likely out for the Bears. Michael Pittman, this is the most important one, I think. Pittman has this quad injury. It seems like Frank Reich's like, oh, yeah, he's going to be fine, but with no real conviction in what he's saying. If Pittman is a last-second inactive, 
don't color me super stunned. That would really inflate the value of Michael Pittman. He would obviously become a play until he has like one 30-yard catch and then Cust tweets out, what an MVP! And then he'll like blow his knee out for the year. And the other one that I suppose you should look at, especially in the touchdown market, wouldn't be Mo Alley-Cox. It'd be Ashton Doolin, who would likely be running the Michael Pittman workload of routes if Pittman gets upgraded to the sorry would be running the Paris Campbell part of it so Campbell gets upgraded to the Pittman spot where he's running like 98% of the playing 98% of the snaps running those routes and then Doolin would pass Pierce because Pierce isn't playing and run like 90% of the routes a run out of receivers so these guys in daily fantasy especially are super cheap you'd have to be in a very deep league to really consider rolling out Austin Doolin but that's just the case right now I still have Pittman in the rankings I did bump him down a bit but that's where we're at for the moment. Dontrell Hilliard, I have him under wide receiver, although he is a running back, but he was a DMP Friday. Watch his availability on Saturday because that's a Monday night game. Kyle Phillips is the same way for the Titans. Not sure whether or not Saturday's practice in the afternoon really reflects what's going to happen on Monday night. Kadarius Toney, maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. Every time he's an injury designation, he's absolutely terrible, so let's stay away. Traquan has not been ruled out yet. I would not expect him to play. Then you have all of the Buccaneers. Mike Evans, Russell Gage, Brashad Perriman, Julio Jones. They're all likely playing. It's only Godwin who seems like he's going to miss any time. Uh, T. Higgins looks like he is past concussion protocol. He's likely in for the Bengals against Dallas. Jacoby Myers is in for week two for the Patriots and Keenan Allen. No word yet on what's going on with him heading into week three, but they played on Thursday, Thursday night. He didn't play. He'll have a full 10 days, just like Justin Herbert, in order to come back and try and get himself healthy for the week. I mentioned Jacoby Myers. He's playing. Projections love Jacoby Myers. I moved him up to number 36 in the rankings. I was probably a bit low on Curtis Samuel. I think I had him in the 70s. That was just an oversight on my part. I do have Dotson a little bit ahead of him if you wanted to swap them. Wouldn't have a problem with that. Wouldn't expect a zero from Devontae Smith again this week either. But Samuel at 44 and Dotson at number 40 in the week two rankings. Donovan Peoples-Jones... I mean, you can make a case that Donovan Peoples-Jones is a better play than Amari Cooper in this spot because Sauce Gardner likely to be on Amari. Sauce Gardner looked excellent in week one. I just don't trust Donovan Peoples-Jones. I know that Amari Cooper is good. Maybe Brissette can get him the ball. And I do think this game is a lot more competitive than the spread would indicate on the best bet show. I made the Jets plus six and a half, my silver pick for the week. I just think when you have these low total games and you're in the betting market for spreads, take underdogs. Points are worth so much more per dollar on underdogs in low total games. Always remember that. They mean a lot less when you face an offense that can put up 35, 40 points. I don't see the Browns as one of those blowout offenses. Going to be a lot of running, a lot of clock movement, and hopefully those six and a half stay intact. Hopefully the Jets don't go full Jets. They just go like partial Jets, and they can cover the six and a half, probably get a seven, seven and a half by the time that the Sunday games actually do roll around. Back to these wide receiver rankings. Zay Jones, I do have up at number 49. Uh, he's actually in a nice spot, a lot with Greg Dorch at 45. I think that they're just in a nice spot this week with the opportunity they can get. You can see Ashton Doolin. I did bump up uh, mainly because Alec Pierce is going to be out. Again, I still have Pittman in the rankings. Pittman at number seven. There's no way I'm sitting Pittman if he plays. The problem is, is he going to play? Um, and if he plays, is he banged up? We're not going to know that. So you can say, hey, I'm not playing Michael Pittman either way, but it's a glorious matchup for him. I still rank Debo at 13. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the running back injuries. But if we start, like, as I spoke about with Jake on the ranking show overall, that 
If Debo doesn't get himself involved in the receiving game, he's going to leave fantasy owners in the lurch more often than not, unless he continues this incredible rate of just scoring touchdowns every single game. So without his touchdown, he's a guy who gets seven carries for 50 yards in one catch for 10 yards. And that's it. That's not very good. Uh, you wouldn't play that as a running back, but now you have to play him as a wide receiver. You can mine. I know Renfro didn't do anything, but you can mine you're like six for 60 at a Renfro and that's more points. So the upside with Debo keeps him up there because of his potential to score those touchdowns and they could revert back to using him in the receiving game at any moment. But I would be worried about the consistency that you're going to see from Debo week over week. Just keep that in mind when scrolling through everything. Higgins going to be back. I'm playing Higgins. C.D. Lamb. Oh, He's still the guy in Dallas. They're seven-point dogs. Cooper Rush, I have projected on Run the Sims as the quarterback with the second-most passing attempts this week. Uh, I don't know in reality if that comes to the comes to fruition, but I don't know if he's going to throw the ball 40 times. C.D. Lamb's probably going to get like 15 of those targets, so hopefully he can do something with them. That would be nice. Uh, I'm certain to feel like my C.D. Lamb Offensive Player of the Year bet is uh, not going to come through. It was only 80 to 1, so I guess uh, it wasn't too big of an investment for myself. Quarterback and tight end injuries for the week. Mac Jones is in. He's playing against the Steelers. Jameis Winston popped up Friday, didn't practice. I would guess he's going to be a go, but this could mean, especially with Alvin Kamara being out, uh, or potentially being out, if you see that Winston is in and Kamara is out, yes, a lot of Ingram. You probably get more Taysom Hill in that circumstance, too. Justin Herbert is expected to be okay. It was not as bad as initially seemed. At tight end, you have George Kittle. He's a game-time decision. That's one of the later games, so have an out at tight end and make sure it's not smelly dwelly because that guy doesn't do anything uh have a decent backup on hand or at least someone you can go pick up in a pinch and allocate that bench spot you should want to play kittle if he's playing even if he's banged up with this groin injury but if he doesn't play you're gonna need now brevin jordan uh, has an ankle injury he is questionable for week two i don't think that means you just fire up oj howard out of nowhere howard had two catches for two touchdowns like what's he gonna score 40 touchdowns this year not a chance come on now he's more likely to leave you with zeros than he is for 20 ever again and cj secret of the uzma has a hamstring he is likely he has a hamstring he has two hamstrings just one of them is kind of wonky so he is likely out for week two and the jets tower conklin probably runs a few more snaps the one tight end thing if you're looking really deep and he's 11 to 1 to score a touchdown at DraftKings sportsbook right now tanner hudson for the giants um he ran 55 he played 55 percent of the snaps last week he is their receiving tight end uh so you know if you're hurting and you're looking for upside probably a better daily fantasy play than anything else or an anytime touchdown 11 to 1 at DraftKings sportsbook something like that i just feel like there's something there with tanner hudson he's been so good with tampa in the pre in preseasons past that he has extreme athletic ability if they can get him the ball uh he could be used as like sort of a dawson knox type character in the giants offense you just they're looking for bodies and if tony's not playing like tony's like banged up Shepard still has this Achilles playing. I mean, Kenny Galladay is just dust at this point. At least that's what he looks like. Wendell's already out. They can't just give it to Barkley every single time. Now, if you're using Barkley, you hope they give it to Barkley every single time. But that's just probably not going to be the case. Uh, with Mac Jones, a quarterback, just don't use Mac Jones. Easy enough. Easy game when you don't have to use Mac Jones in a lot of these circumstances. Once again, all the rankings updated right now. Sub to the newsletter. Runthesims.com slash mayo. Get you 10% off any package. Weekly, monthly, yearly it's customizable you can check it out use the weekly just go test it out get 10 percent off if you don't like it unsub it's super easy to do i'm pretty sure you're gonna love it though it's made me a profitable better prize picks player DraftKings player something which i wasn't 
two years ago, but I am now. So hopefully you can do that too and put your opinions into the machine, simulate the slate. You'll be good to go. All of the rankings are up on DKNation.com. Just sub to the newsletter. Everything is going to be in there. Or just go to Mayo Media Substack, and you can just view it for free if you don't want to sub. Easy enough. Anyway, smash the like and sub to the channel on the way out. I'll be back Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. Only subs can ask questions for your start sits of the week. Thank you all for watching. This was Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. I'll see you next time. Yeah!